Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Well, good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the Morning Report. My name is Wayne Lawson. It is November 10th, 2020, in the year of our Lord. We are seven days past the presidential election happened last Tuesday. And, oh my God. <laughs> oh my Lord. Are you kidding me? You know, there are no hanging chads, no dimples. But we're still not done. Now, some of you, some of you who've been around for a while, remember Bush Gore, hanging chads, that kind of thing, dimples. Trying to figure out what people's intents were, intent was. And and a lot of people would would say that there was, I don't know, some chicanery going on there. Possibly, I think it was just. A bad. I, I personally think that was a it was a bad system, done badly. <laughs> you know that's that's exactly what I think Florida was, uh, Florida was during Bush Gore. It was a bad system, done badly, and we basically fixed it. And 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 have you heard any stories about Florida in this election? No. And it's really funny. No matter how how it plays out, Flor, Floridians are like, what in us? Whoo. You got nothing to say about us. Yeah, we got it all. We got them all counted. Yeah, and they're right. Yeah, we're 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 fine. We're fine. Um, it's interesting, really interesting. Kind of funny. However, everything else is not like that. As a matter of fact, nothing else is like that. Everything else is insane. I remember on early early Wednesday morning. With uh, only with Joe Biden only Biden only having about the possibility of twenty uh, electoral college votes, looking at the numbers that were presented by the AP, there was n- Joe Biden had no path to victory according to the numbers uh, at about four o'clock, four a.m. Um, Wednesday morning, and I finally said, "Oh, screw it, go to bed." And I went to bed after doing a two-hour program with our friend Paul Swanson to awaken and find out that both um, Michigan and Wisconsin, which were leaning Trump, had switched to Biden. And that Pennsylvania was on the way, and so was Arizona. And so before before the weekend, all the states I mentioned had slipped Biden and you're thinking how how did how, how did any of that happen so we're talking about Arizona uh Pennsylvania Georgia had all slipped Biden had all slipped to Biden um Michigan and Wisconsin had all gone Biden leaving Donald Trump with no path of victory. As a matter of fact, on Saturday, Cable News Network had the audacity to actually call the election for Joe Biden, which sent giggles and tickles throughout the leftist community. You guys who, who 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 listen to the program know that I work at a um, I work at a theme park, and there was a supervisor who was all wrapped up in it. Who was checking their phone. Yeah, you heard me right, checking their phone, um, and was really happy about telling some other employees, not other supervisors, because I saw it, 
but per, but people who were their subordinates that CNN had called the election for Biden and they all seemed so happy. Did did your host say anything to them? No. No. Because first of all, we were at work. It was during the work day. It was in the workplace. It wasn't appropriate. Because what I know is that if I would have shown, if, if I'd have showed up there and just started talking some crap, um, saying you know that that you know this this thing is is fixed, it's rigged, um, and start talking about what I had what I had done just days previous, it would have been deemed as inappropriate conversation in the workplace. But I so I didn't say anything because right now I'm going to use this job as long as I need it, right? I think I think that's that's something that we ought to a skill that we've got to teach our young people. You know, you you know, I'm going to keep this job for as long as I need it. I'm going to do whatever I need to do to keep this job for as long as I need it. I'm not going to let them get me. Let them fire me over some over some BS, right? So So I what I didn't tell them, which I guess I should have and and it looks like I'm going to get a chance to um this weekend that the news media does not call the election. So we're going to get into who calls you. We're going to, we're going to today, we're going to tell you about the process because some of you don't know and some of you who are listening uh, may need, need a reminder course what that process is and when we will most likely find out, actually when we find out all the time who won the election, especially the presidential election. Um, we have never in this country, elected a president in November. Nobody's ever won in November. People have been projected to win in November, but we have never had anybody win in November, by the way. Never, because that's not how it works. That's not how it works. Uh, so we'll talk about a little bit about this. We'll talk about uh, what we just found out, just, just a few, sh- well, last night, a few short hours ago, Concerning Pennsylvania and the folks at Real Clear Politics, uh, we're going to talk. We're going to talk a little bit about what Joe Manchin is doing, and we're also going to talk about there are still th- at least three reasons to, to remain hopeful about Trump's 2020 vote um, um, challenges. I've said, and I've said in public that, and I've talked to some friends who, who who've called me to ask me, you know. What I thought. I'm not. I don't know. I, I guess it's bad. That I'm not as confident as some people. But I've told people straight up. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I'm I'm not wrong very often. And if you go back and listen to, to the 3,000 um, broadcasts I've done. You'll find out. Ooh, this this guy's like Rush Limbaugh right. Willie Lawson is like Rush Limbaugh, right? I mean, right all the damn time. Um, but I don't have much confidence. I think that's what it is. I don't. I. I. I don't have much confidence. Not that I don't want the president to win, because I do. I voted for the president. I voted for. I voted for Donald Trump. I didn't vote for Donald Trump in a primary last year. I mean, last term, but the last election cycle, I voted for him in the general, and I voted, and I would have voted for him in the primaries if they had there been pri- were there primaries. I mean, yes, there were primaries. I voted for for, for him in, in you know in the in the presidential primaries and the general election. So yes, I want him to be the president of the United States because I voted for. him. So we're going to see how that works out. We've got a very special message from our friend Tim Bryce. Uh, we're going to play today. <sighs> wow. We're going to find out sooner sooner than later. And um, we got we got some other side issues to talk about the this this cry for unity now and all this other crap. We'll get to it in a minute. Promise, we'll get to it in a minute. All right, so we can take a little break. We'll be back with more of the morning report. 
a production of Fightback Media. Uh, dot com, fightbackmedia.com, fightbackmedia.com, right after these messages. If you are a true blue conservative, small businesses are near and dear to your heart. They are the lifeblood of our life and economy. I believe this, and that's why my florist is not a website or phone number. My florist is Blooming Day's Flower Shop. Tampa's premier flower shop at 11618 North Florida Avenue here in Tampa, Florida and at 6835 State Road 54 in Newport Ritchie. Call Christine at 813-933-1942 and at 727-232-6900. She can also be reached on the web at www.bloomingdays.com. One of the things that I get asked most is where can I get information that is not tainted with liberal bias, especially here in the Tampa Bay area? Well, now I have the answer. dbctampa.com a website by and for Tampa area conservatives. Tampa's leading conservative voices speak freely at tbctampa.com. And you can too. So join the fun and enjoy the freedom at tbctampa.com. so much um, for uh, spending some time with us this this morning. We really, really appreciate it. Again, my name is Willie Lawson, and this is The Morning Report, a production of FightBackMedia.com, FightBackMedia.com, FightBackMedia.com. So let's get with it. Let's get with the storytelling. Um, big news came out last night. Live results of um, the election for president here on the realpolitics.com site. Uh, Pennsylvania had been called for Joe Biden, and it is back in the bucket, so to speak. It's back in the bucket. It's probably due to all the challenges and the the voting irregularities and the unsureness of it all. It is back in the bucket, um, which right now, um, instead of Joe Biden have two, having 289 electoral votes, he has 259 short of the 270 line to gain. <laughs> Sorry, football thing. Um, to win the nomination for, uh, excuse me, to win the electoral college for president. Um, even with, even with, Currently, Wisconsin and Michigan still in the um, in the Biden camp. So we will we will see right now how that is going to work out. Uh, South Carolina, excuse me, North Carolina is still in the bucket, as is Georgia and Arizona and uh, Alaska. <laughs> I. What the hell are they doing in Alaska, folks? Seriously. Seriously. Last time we looked at Alaska, Trump was up 62.2 points. 62.2% over Biden's 33.6. It's three electoral votes. What the heck is going on in frickin' Alaska? Uh, Let's look at Arizona. Arizona, last time we looked was super close. Um, Biden's leading 49.5% um, to Trump's 49%. Uh, 
with night was with supposedly only 98 percent of the vote counted. Oh, Alaska says they only have 59 percent of the vote count. Oh, okay. Jeez, uh, Georgia. 49, uh, uh, Biden with 49.5 and Trump with 40 and just a 49.3. So with it, it's in 0.2 percentage points with, it says 99% of the votes counted. And that should trigger, I, I, I believe should trigger a recount and we'll see what happens. Unfortunately, recounts are very rarely won by the people who call for them. North Carolina. Let's see here. Let's look. Let's look. We actually clicked on the thing. Uh, right now, North Carolina, the president is leading 50.1% um, to, to uh, Joe Biden, 58.7%. And, and with 97% of the votes... And I still think that it's going to go towards the president. So we'll see how, again, we will see how it all plays out, obviously. Let's look at, and that was North Carolina. We, and we talked about Georgia already. Let's go, to, let's go up to Pennsylvania. Not even Pennsylvania is, is solid. Uh, Biden is at 49.8 with Trump at 41.7 points again still within a percentage point with 97 percent of the vote and wisconsin uh with 100 percent of the vote in i believe is 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 definitely within recount territory uh so we'll so we'll see how that how that plays out right now with 100 percent supposedly of the ballots counted it is Joe Biden at 49.6% and Donald Trump at 489 Um So, just outside the recount, I'm sorry. Yeah, like 1.3%. So, uh, Wisconsin is going to go towards Joe Biden. And, however, there is more. Now, let's go ahead... And this is an article written by Matt Vespa. Y'all know Matt. We got Matt turned around on the whole COVID-19 mask thing. Yeah, we got him all. I mean, it, it took a while to get him turned, turned around. But we got him turned around. Um, so let's go ahead and talk a little bit about this article. He says, Matt writes, It was a rough night, folks. We all know that. We expected this to be over with President Trump easily winning a second term. I was wrong. I'll admit it. Unlike the rest of the fake news press, I'll confess that I blew the projection. With that said, we have a voter we have voter dumps in key states like Pennsylvania that heavily favor Biden, perhaps too much. I mean, some of these breakdowns have zero votes for Trump. Really? Uh, these returns would make the late Hugo Chavez blush. Seriously, I haven't seen splits like this since Park Park Chung Hee was leading South Korea, and he was a military dictator. Legal challenges are being filed right now. The media has decided to call the race for Joe Biden. Whatever happened to counting all the votes, right? Anyway, here's some reasons to remain hopeful. The Michigan State Republican Party on Friday revealed that a software glitch caused 6,000 Republican ballots to be counted towards Democrat totals. Hmm. The issue was eventually corrected when officials in, in um, Atrium County hand-counted the ballots, which caused the county to flip to Donald Trump. According to the Michigan Republican Party chairwoman, 48 of the state's 83 counties used the same software from Dominion Voting Systems. There are now issues arising in Georgia, in Spalding and Morgan counties after it was revealed that a software update Monday night caused voting machines to crash on election day. Hmm. Really? Uh, seriously? Now, Jocelyn Benson, Michigan Secretary of State, says these claims have, quote, no merit, and, end quote, and that this was accidentally clerical error. 
Benson is a Democrat. You can't trust these people, especially in situations like this. I mean, do we trust Pennsylvania's Kathy Bachvar uh, to lead the count, right? No. Um, there are reports of fraud in Nevada, and uh, and I'm saying Nevada because because they like to say Nevada, so I'm going to say Nevada instead, and Pennsylvania as well. Backdate gate. We have. A U.S. postal worker coming forward saying that there was there were discussions of illegally backdating mail-in ballots. We have our our friend James O'Keefe and of course part of Veritas, who has video of ballot tampering. Postal store uh, postal officials or or our postal workers telling people that there's fraud going on. Georgia has, ra- has raised change of address concerns, which could be interesting. This is Kyle Becker's tweet. Um, it says, Georgia, 120, 20, excuse me, 132,000 change of address, red flags in Fullerton County, Georgia. These votes are, quote, highly in, uh, ineligible to vote and have moved per source. They have moved. Biden leaves Georgia by 10,000 votes as of uh, the last update. It's enough to be a, 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 quote, game changer. Wow. Look, folks, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I myself have been fluctuating between accepting Biden, accepting Biden, uh, Biden won and keeping my bayonet fixed in Trent. Uh, fixed in trenches while the votes are being counted. But these are developments that should keep you on the edge of your seat at least. Right now, forget about Trump's picking, Trump picking up votes, though that would be nice. The goal here is to discard and report reportedly fraudulent Biden balance. It's funny how positions change in politics. Post 9-11, it was Democrats who raised concerns about secretive nature of, of terror watch and no-fly lists, which have now weaponized to curb American Second Amendment rights. Uh, it's funny. Um, in 2020, uh, we're repeating the Gore 2000 recount position and wanting every vote counted, uh, excuse me, every vote to be counted, but also tossing those that are fraudulent. Votes are still being counted. The legal challenges are still not resolved. The fraud concerns have not been fully extinguished. Let's see how all this plays out. I'm not saying... Everything is going to go our way. Not at all. We are in a Hail Mary situation now instead of third and manageable to use football jargon. We are. So we do have some some reasons to some reasons to hope. We do. And that's good. Um, let's see here. We're going to go to a break, but I want, I want, Oliver, Oliver. You know, I saw some Green Acres the other night. That's how um, Ava Gabor used to call um, uh, Oliver Wendell. Oliver, Oliver Oil. Let's see here. Something I wanted to do. A lot of us probably got this in, in, in our IM on Facebook. And I wanted to go ahead and, let's see here, do this, this morning. Um, it's a forward, and, and the forward is important. Trump is asking all Christians to pray um, today at 5 p.m. Eastern Time when they, go, when they go to the Supreme Court. Titus's prayer. Lord in heaven, please protect my president and guide him on the right path ahead during this difficult time for our country. Please give citizens the strength to rise up under your guidance to do the right things. In Jesus' name. There you go. I wanted to get that in um, because that was a prayer that went out yesterday at 5 o'clock. At 5 o'clock, 5 p.m. And it looks like, I think what it looks like is that, 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 that this isn't over. I think that's what it looks like. Uh, we're going to do a couple more stories. 
and I'm, I'm gonna make a comment, and we're gonna hear Tim's piece, and then we're gonna call it. We're gonna call it a day. Gonna wish you the best. We're going to wish you the best. All right, we'll, we'll be back right after these messages. If you are a true blue conservative, small businesses are near and dear to your heart. They are the lifeblood of our life and economy. I believe this, and that's why my florist is not a website or phone number. My florist is Blooming Days Flower Shop, Tampa's premier flower shop. At 11618 North Florida Avenue here in Tampa, Florida, and at 6835 State Road 54 in Newport Ritchie. Call Christine at 813-933-1942 and at 727-232-6900. She can also be reached on the web at www.bloomingdays.com. One of the things that I get asked most is where can I get information that is not tainted with liberal bias, especially here in the Tampa Bay area? Well, now I have the answer. DBCTampa.com A website by and for Tampa area conservatives. Tampa's leading conservative voices speak freely at tbctampa.com. And you can too. So join the fun and enjoy the freedom at tbctampa.com. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Morning Report. My name is William Lawson. Thank you ever so much for spending some time with us this morning because that's what it's all about. It's all about where you spend your time. Have you guys figured that out yet? It's all about where you spend your time. All right, we're going to um, got some things we want to talk about here. You know, I, uh, I was listening to Buck Sexton. You guys, you guys, you guys get Buck where you, where you live. Um, I think his show here is pre-recorded. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he's not on at 9 o'clock live. The only person who's on at 9 o'clock live anywhere around the world is me. <laughs> but uh, I, I I doubt, seriously, uh, I think that that is recorded. And I had not heard Buck, a Buck show before. And I'm in the car driving home. Uh, it's just me. So I listen in for a little bit. And I'm not going to repeat his whole program because that's not what I do. You guys know that. But I do. I did find it. I did find it clever, and I found it um, insightful. What he said about how, how Republicans and how conservatives were were behaving. Now, when you get a group of 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 seventy million people. There's going to be the outlier. It's going to be the people who there's, there are going to be some people who who, who behave badly, um, but you see in major cities that a lot of the the plywood on these buildings that was put up before the election is starting to come down. Why do you think is is starting to come down? Well, it's starting to come down because they think. Joe Biden is one. And they also know that you're not going to get a whole bunch of conservatives. You're not going to get a whole bunch of Turning Point USA kids out there and and Black for Trump's, you know, Trump people out there breaking the windows of the banks and the Starbucks. Not going to happen. It's not how we roll. It's not how we do things. But what these business owners in these cities know is that's exactly how the left does things. That's exactly how they roll. Which is why they put up all this stuff in the first place. 
to protect their businesses because they, they were expecting a Trump landslide too. And if Trump won, all hell was going to break loose. So that's got to, folks, that's got to show you something, doesn't it? Doesn't that, sh- shouldn't that show people something? Even those people who may have voted Biden may despise Trump. But what they knew in their hearts and what they knew in their minds and what they what they knew was that if Donald Trump didn't get elected, that people who were Trump supporters weren't going to try to burn down their cities. They weren't going to try to burn the damn place down. But what they were sure of, which is why they did what they did and spent the money they did, was that if somehow Trump won or won early or was declared the winner, that their cities would burn. That people would try to destroy them. People would try to destroy their cities. They knew that. And they and you and you should now know that about the left. You should know about the left and people on the left. That that's how they operate. And the Democrat Party has partnered with these people, with these organizations, with that ideology. They are now partnering with them. They are now planning with them. They are sharing similar voices. People like Jennifer Rubin, who are, who, Jennifer, I know, you're going to say, but Jennifer Rubin is, is a Republican. Jennifer Rubin is a Bush girl. A never Trumper. And as far away from being conservative as humanly possible. You know how the left likes to disown people? <laughs> Let me. Let me speak for all the Republicans and all the conservatives in the whole world and disown Jennifer Rubin. <laughs> okay, I I can't disown her because I ain't never owned her. I know that. I said that on my on my TikTok. So, so you don't have to tell me that I can't disown her because I don't own her. But you know what? I can. And I think some, some people who, who wanted to fight me on that... Um, are mis are misappropriating the word to uh, disavow. I can't disavow. Uh, I don't believe that she's a conservative. I don't believe that she's re- even a Republican. Even she's supposed to be the conservative uh, voice on the New York. Uh, excuse me, in the Washington Post. I don't think so, Jennifer Rubin. Basically, saying that the Republican Party needs to be burned to the ground. So this is a Republican who says. That the, 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 the Republican Party needs to be burned to the ground. Are you serious? This is people like uh, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is now making a list and checking it twice to find out where all the Trump supporters are and who they are and then going after them later. Because that's all done in the spirit of unity. Can we join hands? Thank you, boys and girls. Let's join hands. Get in a semicircle. Get in a circle now. There you go. Everybody know the. Everybody know Kumbaya, Kumbaya, my lord, Kumbaya. Oh, oh, oh! I know, I know. He's crushing your hand. And he's stabbing you in the. He's stabbing you in the chest. But he loves you. I know. Come on, everybody. Ignore, ignore the Antifa signs, everybody. Ignore people burning down. Ignore the BLM and the burning of cities and the looting. Just ignore that. Let's just come together in a spirit of unity. Yeah, let's ignore all the F Trump chants. Let's ignore all the um, pigs in a blanket frying like bacon. Let's ignore all that because it's time to come together. Let's ignore all the defund the police. Let's let's ignore all the claims for white supremacy. Yeah, I know he called you a house nigger. Let's ignore that. Let's come together in a spirit of unity. There you go. Smile for me.
bunch of crap is what it is. Bunch of crap is what it is. Bunch of crap. Fightback Media is proud to have a rock-solid conservative contribute to our effort on the Morning Report. And now it's time for The Bryce is Rate. This is Tim Bryce with my column titled, Thanks for Making a Difference. A lot of people make up a political campaign, candidates, party officials, the media, and so on. These are all important, but it is at the grassroots level where people shine and make a difference. Tampa Bay is no exception, and during the recent presidential campaign, many people stepped up to the plate and made a difference. Too often, these people are overlooked, but as for me, I just want to take a moment and thank the following people for making the Florida election a success for Republicans. These are people from my neck of the woods who took on a responsibility and ran with it. I'm going to mention them in alphabetical order as they all did a remarkable job. First, we have Sandy Bryant. She attended numerous Republican meetings and Trump rallies. If I wanted to know when or where a political event was being held, I just contacted Sandy as I knew she would be there as well. A very generous, hardworking, and kind-hearted lady who was always ready to pitch in and help. She appeared at so many events, I began to believe she had a twin sister. Next, we have Brian Burns, the publisher of the Tampa Free Press, a new daily digital newspaper. He runs the most fair and balanced newspaper in the Tampa Bay area. I encourage more people to subscribe to it. Next, we have Matt English from Palm Harbor. This conservative could be counted on to stoke the conservative fires on social media and attended Trump flag rallies. Next, we have Chris Ingram an old media friend and confidant from Tampa who kept a fire under the politicians of Hillsborough County, quite often with a sense of levity. Great guy to boot. Then we have Leo Carulli, owner of Leo's Italian Grill on U.S. 19 in Palm Harbor. He generously assisted many Republican candidates and groups at his facility. It was also one of the best places to post a GOP sign in the area. Great family and great food as well. Next, we have John Keller, a retired postman who worked tirelessly to help GOP candidates with petitions, campaigning for Republicans, and actively work the North Pinellas Republican Campaign Office. He is a man who quietly went about his business and simply did it well. Then we have Willie Lawson, a podcaster from Tampa who runs The Morning Report, featuring political news and analysis. You could always count on Willie for straight, no-nonsense insight of the latest events. I was glad he was on our side. Then we have Kevin Leonard, publisher of Senior Voice America, a monthly newspaper for seniors in the Tampa Bay area. Kevin was a staunch supporter who you could depend on to get the word out to senior citizens. Pam McAloon. I've had the pleasure of knowing Pam and her husband for several years now. Great people. I like to describe Pam as the energizer bunny of our area. Not only was she the vice president of the Pinellas Republican Executive Committee, but also helped start the Pinellas Federated Republican Women's Club. She knows all the key political people in the area and has a knack for making things happen. A very determined and resourceful lady. Then we have Helena Nunn, another trusted friend from Palm Harbor. Helena's forte was to locate and publish real news and weed out the fake thereby providing a reliable source of information. She did this on Facebook with Ask Helena and was the news editor for TBCTampa.com, a local webpage for Tampa Bay conservatives. If Helena brought a story to your attention, you could take it to the bank. Next, we have Ron Ogden. He founded the North Pinellas Republican Campaign Office. Whereas most GOP activity was in South County, Ron opened an office for those of us in the North. As such, it was a clearinghouse for much-needed political signs and for calling local voters. His ideas for running it were very ambitious and creative. Then we have Mark Phillips, also from Palm Harbor. Mark worked quietly behind the scenes supporting campaigns and candidates through careful investigation of key issues. His enthusiasm and curiosity seemed to have no bounds. He's just a great guy to have on your team to help get things done. Then we have Dr. Richard Swire publisher and editor of what I consider the best political e-zine, not just in Tampa Bay, but in Florida and maybe all of America. His publication enjoys a huge following. 
More importantly, he offers great political insight. If you haven't been to his website, you are missing out on some great content. Then we have J.W. Stratton, founder and president of Tampa Bay Trump Club, perhaps the largest Trump group in the state. Not only does he organize speakers for the event, but he collects donations for local charities. His enthusiasm and energy is inspirational. Then we have Penny Lee Todd. Last but certainly not least, Penny was the go-to gal for Trump flag rallies in North County. She tirelessly organized them, ran them, and promoted them afterwards, thereby recruiting more people for the cause. Waving flags may not sound exciting, but it does express the people's support for the candidates. Doing a first-class job, as Penny did, helped immeasurably. These are all extraordinary people. As you can see, they served in a variety of capacities. If you were to ask them, was it a, a lot of work or difficult to perform, they would probably say it was a labor of love. They genuinely seemed to enjoy what they were doing and did it well. They were not looking for personal accolades. They just wanted to help the cause. To me, they are the true unsung heroes of the campaign. Some time ago, I wrote a column titled, Do Just One Thing. Basically, this is derived from Billy Crystal's movie, City Slickers, whereby Curly, played by Jack Palance, tells Billy's character the meaning of life involves just one thing, which we must all figure out for ourselves. In terms of nonprofit organizations, I think I have an answer. If all members did just one thing for their club, it would be a better place. I'm not suggesting we do anything extremely labor-intensive. Perhaps it is something as simple as being a greeter at the door, preparing name tags, attending a meeting or social function, helping to write letters, or just helping out in some simple way. If we all did just one thing, the institution overall would flourish. Imagine what would happen if we had an army of people like the 15 mentioned above. Such people represent the backbone of any nonprofit group. They assumed responsibility, gave generously of themselves, and saw things through to completion. Too often we take such people for granted. I, for one, do not. I relish them. I therefore want to salute them for their efforts and offer a sincere and most appreciated thank you. Obviously, there were many others who participated, and I'm sure I'm overlooking some important people. To all of you who participated, thanks. You are appreciated and deserve accolades. We couldn't have done it without you. Friends, keep the faith. This is Tim Bryce in Palm Harbor, Florida. Follow me on the internet at timbryce.com. Oh, you know, that was, that, it, that, that is so nice. Thank you, Tim. Uh, and I want to, I, I want to, because I, because I can, I want to thank, um, Tim Bryce got a hold of me, uh, early on to this. And when I started reading his columns and, and I, and I knew that he was doing audio, uh, he was, he was also recording it. And I asked for permission to have his audio on this program on a daily basis or as, as often as was appropriate. And he said, sure. And then he didn't, and then he just told me that they was coming up with something else. And, um, he was going to get with a couple of other people in the area and see if we could put something together. And sure enough, TP, TBC, Tampa.org was born. And if you haven't been there, shame on you. What the hell? If you haven't been there, you're that typical conservative Republican who says, he needs to be something for us, nothing for us. And it's right there. And because you are freaking click lazy, you're click lazy, click lazy, you won't go, you or you won't just type it in to the, in, in, you know, in, in, in the URL thing, tbctampa.org. It's, it's a website for and by conservatives in the Tampa area. So um, my program is, 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 is being archived there uh, along with Dr. Swire's uh, columns and Helena Nunn's uh, ability to, to um, put, put, put articles, important articles together for, for, for you, for conservatives in, in, in the Tampa area. So it, it is, and of course, um, uh, Tim Tim Bryce's the Bryce is right is is, is there? Uh, it is a fabulous, 
it is turning into a much better, a much, much better website than it was just four months ago. Are you kidding me? It should, it should be, it should be getting crashed all the time because there's so many people on it. So if you're looking for an alternative, if you're looking for something different, something that's not slathered down in, in, in liberal bias, something that you can read, believe, be encouraged by as a conservative, tbctampa.org. And thank you, Tim Bryce, for having that be your heart child and and putting that and actually following through and putting that together. We appreciate you. Uh, I met Tim at a Trump rally in 2016. Uh, we were both standing in the um, in the press line, and we just happened to be standing there. Just happened to be standing there. And he could see that I had a bag with a laptop and, and stuff, and I saw that he had some equipment as well. And we just struck up a conversation about what we were seeing. And now, four years later, we're, we are um, colluding and um, co- cooperating on this website. And what I'm, what I'm sure of is no matter how this election goes, that we're not done and there's stuff st- and, and there's stuff still st- still to be done, and we will continue to partner um, for some time to come. Tim Bryce, thank you ever so much for what you do. Thank you for what you've been doing all this time, and I look f- I'm proud to call you friend, and I'm looking forward to to much more work, much more work, much more success in the future. Thank you again, Tim. All right, let's do one more one. <laughs> oh, e- sad. 2020 sucks. If if we can all, regardless of your political stripe, agree to anything, we have to agree that 2020 absolutely friggin' sucks. We know that we knew that Alex Trebek was very sick. We knew that, right? Uh, we knew that a couple, and you know, a couple of days ago, he probably finally succumbed to pancreatic cancer. And and there's an article in therap.com that George Stephanopoulos wants to be the next host of Jeopardy. Okay, it would it's not bad enough that that Alex Trebek has died. First of all, he was eighty on top of having pancreatic cancer. He was eighty. Didn't look eighty, but he was eighty. How much would it be adding insult to injury? A kick in the naked nads with a cold steel boot. To turn on the TV and hear, this is Jeopardy! And see George Snuffleupagus come treading out there. Would that be the worst thing ever? It would be so painful. It would just, it would just hurt my heart. So, so who do you want? I'm looking for a more of a um, an Art Fleming kind of dude. I'm from that generation. If if there's some guy out there that's more Art Fleming, we can bring that back, roll that around again. I'm looking forward to that. So there you go. Again, our um, Fightback Media's condolences and prayers go out to um, the Trebek uh, the Trebek family. And the Sean Connery family. Sean Connery. Uh, I just, my, my son just posted a meme that has um, the dude that um, portrayed and, and did uh, Sean Connery on Saturday Night Live uh, with the words underneath. They're, they're in heaven. And, <laughs> and and Sean Connery goes, we meet again, Trebek. <laughs> with Saturday Night Live was funny. When it was funny. Uh, hadn't been funny in a long time. That's really terribly sad, but hasn't been funny in a long time. Let's see. Um, however this works out for the left, however this works out for Democrats, uh, to, to think that they've got buy-in from everybody, they don't. Um, Republicans gained some seats, and probably not what, and, and that's really not what Democrats had expected there was no there was no blue wave a lot of seats were picked up 
by by Democrat, I mean by by Republicans, and it looks like let's see, so far it looks like, and 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 this may change because some of these senatorial rates are races are being contested contested that the Republicans have forty one seats right now, uh, excuse me, forty nine seats, and the Democrats have forty eight. They they've actually picked up one. Um, as far as the House goes, it looks like the Republicans have actually picked up five seats and the and Democrats have actually lost four, which still gives them a majority, a little less, 215, 215 to 200. Hmm. And here's what happens if Joe Biden happens to, to win this or if this election is stolen, like we believe that, that it's on its way to being then what we can usually hope for is in the off year in 2022, the Republicans will gain control of the House of Representatives. So there you go. Um, And right now the Republicans are holding on to an ever so slim advantage. And And what normally happens in the Senate is that you need 60 votes to do anything. Um, that's sort of been blown out of the window on, on all sorts of things now. So all you need is a majority. So if you could, uh, if you can do something with the number of defectors, you have a chance to control the Senate. We'll see what happens. If you can control the White House, they could, you know, the, the president can veto bills. So that's what we're hoping for. All right, um, we're going to get out of here and make room for somebody else. Thank you ever so much for uh, spending some time with us here on, on, on Friday morning. I trust that you are doing well. And um, just like always, go out there and learn something, love somebody, and for goodness sakes, y'all take care of yourself. Until we see you again, go out there and do your thing. Stay safe, though. Until I see you again, peace. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.